If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about the skills you need to develop and the tasks you need to complete to create a physical product that hasn't existed before. So this isn't about making an online product, it's not about reselling, and it's not about merely importing something from overseas with a small tweak or modification to sell as your own product. So what we're talking about here is the steps to go all the way into creating your own unique manufactured physical product. And these steps are not complicated per se, but they do require a lot of work, okay? So to do this, let's look at the quest to create such a product. You are listening to Cytosol School. My name is Chris Gillibo. Every day I'm bringing you a different story of somebody out there who creates an income generating project by using the skills they already have or by developing or acquiring the skills they need and usually without spending a lot of money. So our story today, have you ever wanted to make your own plush toys in the shape of human organs? No, that's not you. Okay, maybe you haven't, but a Washington DC doctor has taken on this goal. These toys are used to teach kids about the human body and also as get well soon gifts for hospital patients. In this episode, I'll tell you how she did it, what she learned, and what you would need to do to pursue a similar path. Here's a quick thank you to our sponsor. All those details are coming right up. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. By day, Dr. Ronak Mehta is a physician at a Veterans Affairs Hospital in Washington, D.C. As a doctor, she spent a good chunk of her life helping those who need it. More recently, though, she decided to get into the side hustle game and do something for herself while also continuing to help others. And the beginning of this story takes us back to her time in medical school the better part of a decade ago. While studying, Ronak wanted to help children understand the human body. She decided at the time the best way to do that was to write an educational kids book. She titled it The Extraordinary Expedition into the Human Body. The goal was to create a book that was similar to the old Dr. Seuss stories. The characters in that book would be walking, talking, cartoon versions of organs in the human body. However, Ronak wasn't an illustrator, not by a long shot. So for the illustrations, she turned to Upwork, a popular outsourcing website. There she found an illustrator who was able to create the characters of heart, lung, bladder, and uterus. 
She decided on an ebook format for easy distribution, but alas, unlike Dr. Seuss's books, it was not a bestseller. Still, the lackluster performance didn't face her. She thought of one of Dr. Seuss's best quotes. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. So with this sage advice in mind, it was time to steer in a new direction. Those organ illustrations weren't created in vain. Ronak had fallen in love with her cartoon characters. Her hope was to someday create plush toys in their likeness. In addition to teaching kids, she thought they could serve as a cute get-well-soon present for someone who was hospitalized or preparing for surgery. The idea stayed with her through graduation and didn't go away even after years of working as a physician. But it wasn't until earlier this year that she decided to bring her characters to life, and she decided to call her new business Nerd Bugs. To get things going, Ronak set aside $10,000. It was a lot of money, but she looked at it like an educational expense. If Nerd Bugs didn't work out, then that's okay. She would be all right, and she already had her full-time job as a physician. Now that she was in the toy manufacturing business, she figured she'd better learn how to get toys made. So to do that, she turned to a secret online resource that you only hear about on this show. That resource is called Google. You might want to write that down. It's G-O-O-G-L-E. Now, after researching with this secret online source, it seemed clear that manufacturing in China was the best choice, at least economically. So she searched for custom toy manufacturers and shortlisted 50 potential suppliers. After checking their previous work, their quotes, and response times, she decided on the manufacturer she wanted to use for nerd bugs. She used the illustrations from her old ebook to brief the manufacturer on what she wanted. After the first few discussions, everything was flowing right along. The manufacturer created a sample and sent some photos to Ronak, which she enthusiastically approved, along with the go-ahead to manufacture several hundred Nerdbug toys. Unfortunately, this was her first mistake. The photo looked great, but upon receiving the actual sample in the mail, Ronak realized it was of poor quality, not up to the standard she had hoped for. Fixing this involved some tough conversations with the manufacturer. Ronak is naturally non-confrontational, and this part was difficult, albeit essential. In the end, the manufacturer agreed to start from scratch and reproduce the toys to a higher standard. From here on out, things with Ronak and the manufacturer improved. Now she had a product, but she still had to figure out how to sell and ship it. She thought about having the inventory sent directly to her house, and then she would ship each order at the post office. Still, even with a tool like ShipStation, it seemed incredibly tedious and time-consuming. So instead, she decided to use a fulfillment service. Fulfillment Service is a company that will lease you a small space in their warehouse and, and ship out your products on your behalf in exchange for a small fee. All you have to do is have your products sent directly from the manufacturer to their warehouse and then forward the orders as they come in. After some more Googling, she decided on Amazon's Fulfillment Service, that's known as Fulfilled by Amazon, for U.S. orders, and a Chinese fulfillment company for anything else. The reason for using two centers was because she planned to ship internationally from day one, and Amazon's fees were really high for shipping outside the U.S., once she got that all set up, she had the manufacturer ship her first batch of plush organ toys along. Now, this ended in a second costly error. A large portion of her first shipment went missing in transit, and another tough conversation had to be had. She insisted that she be reimbursed for the missing items, and after she pushed, she got exactly that. Perhaps her next side hustle will be a course in confrontation. But back to this story. With the Nerdbugs brand ready to roll, it was time to start marketing. For that, Ronak turned to both Google AdWords and Amazon-sponsored ads. Both these services enable her product to show up when people search for relevant keywords. She turned on the ads and made a sale her first day. It was just one sale, but that was her first day. That was also just over three months ago. Sales have continued to trickle in, and so far, Ronak has sold a few hundred nerd bugs to people all around the world. The initial $10,000 investment is already close to being recouped, and she expects to be at the break-even point within the next two months. Once that milestone is reached, she plans to extend her line of products. So far, she's selling the heart, lungs, kidney, neuron, and uterus toys. 
The increased product line will include pancreas, liver, and bladder. Furthermore, in the future, she hopes to partner with children's hospitals to be able to give nerd bugs as a donation to hospitalized kids. Ronak, thanks for sharing your story with us. The Side Hustle School team has a wish for you. Our wish comes in the form of another quote from your favorite author. You're off to great places. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. And will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarter percent guaranteed. Nothing is fully guaranteed, but all of us here at Sidusville School wish Ronak much success. So here's a tip that I think is really important, a guideline. It's really important in this kind of situation where you are going to make a bit of an investment and you've got a vision or something you really want to make happen. You want to make it come to life. but It's going to take some amount of capital. Okay. So in this case, she chose to invest $10,000. $10,000, not a small amount of money, but it's also, you know, in the grand scheme of life with her day job as a physician, you know, she said, if I, if I invest this money, in fact, here's her, here's her direct quote. She said, going into this entire endeavor, I told myself I will invest X amount of dollars and I need to be okay now with losing that because there's always a chance this will not succeed. Nothing in life is a guarantee. And in the event that this doesn't work out, it's okay. I came to terms with not seeing that money again, once I made the decision to invest it in myself. So fortunately, in this case, she is seeing the money again. She's almost recouped that cost after just three months of being in business. Um, So that's excellent. But if it didn't work out, again, the greater point is if it didn't work out, then she would be okay. So I think it's really important to set a limit to your investment and your risk uh, and cut your losses if it doesn't work out. And we've seen this in different stories as well, uh, both in stories that are successes and also in ones in which, you know, the person's first idea really wasn't a good one or it just didn't, didn't meet with enough market demand. And so they had to make a change and choose something different. And now, last but not least, there are also four common tools uh, mentioned in this episode. As always, anytime we have a resource or a link or a website that we mention in the episode, the link to that is on the show notes page if you want to come and learn more. Uh, in this episode, we talked about Upwork. That was where Ronak first commissioned an illustrator for the ebook. We talked about Alibaba. That's where she connected with a Chinese manufacturer. We talked about Fulfilled by Amazon, which is her fulfillment house. Uh, we also talked about this a secret online resource called Google. But I'm not going to link that one up because you can probably find that yourself. Anyway, all the other tools there are on the show notes page. Uh, and you know, as you go through these episodes, as you hear the different stories, my hope is that you're going to become more and more familiar with them. Not that you have to be an expert on any of them, but you kind of understand, okay, this person uses this tool to accomplish this goal. You know, Maybe for my project, I need a similar tool. Maybe I need something different, et cetera, and so on. Okay, that's it for today. Again, good work, Ronak. Thank you for sharing the story. And listeners, as always, inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. Those show notes, as mentioned, are at sidehustleschool.com slash 634. By the way, I recently recorded the audio version for the very first book I wrote uh, a decade ago, The Art of Nonconformity. Uh, That audio book is available on audible.com, through Amazon, or anywhere else that you purchase audiobooks. Uh, If you want to check that out again, it's called The Art of Nonconformity. And my name is Chris Gillibo. But you probably know that since you're listening to the show. And thank you for doing that. Thanks for being part of this community. I'll be back tomorrow with another story. This is Side Hustle School, the one and only. 